going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the B-Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. Not just the B-Show, it's also 2020! It's the first show of 2020! Yay! Thank you for clapping, It all Michael. goes down from here. Yeah, any, yeah. I'm your host, Corey Smith, with my co-host today. Michael Vergara. How are you today, sir? I'm doing absolutely adequate. That's that's decent to hear. How's your 2020 going so far? It, like I said, it all is downhill from here. Well, that's I'm 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 glad that I'm glad I guess right. But you this is the B show. This is the B show. We're here to talk about AEW Dynamite. Uh, we're here to talk about NXT this week, even though not much happened on NXT this week. Thank I, God, right? <laughs> I got things. I still took notes. Okay. On, on all Never. the storylines that went down. Ever the overachiever, Corey? Um, on Pat McAfee's. Uh, pants or shorts you know his hey lebron shorts. james did it and he just turned 35 not well, you know what ago. i think i think this was a big f you to michael cole but i'm kidding it was i think he just wants to wear his shorts and he was like he convinced no, triple h and he was, I, I think it's a good idea i remember pat mcafee he just he made it clear that like michael cole only got mad because he was trying to protect mcafee yeah well, vince loved it it's good shit and he's like okay i'm wrong okay i was only here just to protect you you know everything whatever anyways uh like i said AEW Dynamite, NXT, we're going to talk about that, plus a little news, but before we get into that, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR4 and 5, best way to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio. It's also a good way to have a visual effect when we talk about stuff. Sometimes we post it to our stories, we're like, hey, there's something there we talked about, what do you think? Let us know. At CWR4 and 5, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, also follow me, at Corey Mania, on Twitter, and you, at Mike Vergara Man. At Instagram. Instagram. And Twitter. And Twitter and all uh, that. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, follow we, us. Follow us because we um, like to talk about wrestling and we need someone to talk to. Cause why not talk to you? Exactly. We also got the best of and worst of CWR oh, yeah. award shows. If 2019. You to, if you want to know what that to, what that year meant to us, I think that's a pretty good encapsulation of what we overall thought about what was happening in those happenings. Yeah, um, the the best of is a very. We went in depth. We did it all. We love to talk about it. And then the worst of, well, you know, we kind of had to go through it. We had to hold some people accountable for whatever bullshit they were up to. Yeah, and you could find that show at SoundCloud.com/slash/CityWrestlingRadio or the plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications. And I'm also, I was also actually pretty, pretty proud that our sh- our best of show was noticeably longer than our yeah. worst of show. Well, that just you know we have more positivity than negativity. And what kind of wrestling podcast is this if we can't dwell on the negativity, am I right? Well, you know what? It sucks. You're just like geeks. You're just absolute geeks. Anyway. You see Seth Rollins crying in a corner. You're just like What a geek. geek. He's getting the chop. He's got a he he has a sh- he has to have a shirt that just says booked like a geek or, or like I'm, a geek I'm sure shirt. He does. If he okay. doesn't, we just need to make it and then sell him it. Yeah. We just low we just um what do you call it? not lowball him, just Well, okay, listen, we just get the image. Of like you know the pow sign like the Cole Command and pow sign yeah off on like a PNG and we put geek on it and then we be like hey Alvarez we made this for you fifty bucks for the yeah, like, yeah, oh that's yeah, great yeah. thank yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. and he sells it and makes thousands of dollars a single cent to our name on it we'll get fifty bucks for the just for the initial for design, the design the deposit you know, that's the life of a graphic artist and you know what I appreciate that hustle thanks Juan Ortiz yes anyways uh, let's get into some news uh, shall we. Um, yeah, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine there was that much. I, for some reason, we didn't get any ratings. I think because of the holiday, I guess. Um. Oh, with uh, AEW. Yeah, well, I, I was actually kind of curious of how that. I feel like NXT is going to do somewhat down. well. Yeah, because nobody like they didn't really advertise. Well, NXT won the week before. Yeah. Um. But then it's because they didn't have a show to compete. But I feel against. like there would. I feel like the drop off would actually be kind of drastic if they find out this is just a clip show, right? And then they just find out, oh, it's just a clip show. Let me just go over to Dynamite. But I'll but be no, honest. But no. But honestly, I feel like AEW is going to get like trampled in the ratings anyway because the Rose Bowl was going on the day before, and that's why Tony Schiavone was gone because he was covering Georgia football. Yeah, and we had and, a uh, Taz filling in. Yeah, which you know he well, did actually. I mean, good I, job. I, I thought he was doing pretty great. Like it was Taz of like 2003 SmackDown Six era. Yeah, it was, and not Impact. Hey, the JR back together. Yeah, they, they, so, they did it together. It was him and the King. It no, was, it was, him, it and was him and Michael Cole. Oh, okay, but yeah. he did it with Jr. at one point. I mean, yeah, they I mean that's they, they just kind of shuffled the deck on all that. It's stuff. a shakeup. Yeah. Anyways, what was news? Uh, let's get into our, our first. Uh, well, our first real piece of news, I think, is on your end. 
So let's get to the real news. Well, okay, and I have no idea what you're talking about, but Ring of Honor. Okay, yes. I mean, former Ring of Honor. There's not much to say about it. Only it's just that BAGA Whitmer, I don't want to say talent agent, but some kind of producer in AEW. Recently, Person who works at AEW. Yeah, he works at AEW. He used to work for ROH for a very long time. In fact, he was actually like one of the longer tenured performers for that company until he left for AEW. Um, he tweeted out that he is currently undergoing a divorce with Kelly Klein. Kelly Klein, also formerly known as the former Ring of Honor Women's Champion, who mm. was also who also had a very, very public and departure from the company. Yeah, very public departure of the company that was covered in Newsweek, the following the whole concussion case and the whole just overall bad kerfuffle of that some yeah. might say, some might say was the tipping point for that to win a certain award that you can listen to in our cwr best of one, worst of one of them one of those you gotta listen to both of them to figure it out oh my god it's yeah. probably the worst though but yeah uh check it out yeah the bj whitmer i'm only paraphrasing what he's saying but he pretty much more and more or less said that i'm just gonna say it right here right now from from the horse's mouth that we she and i are going through a divorce there was a breach of trust contract kind of thing like he kind of worded it kind of weirdly yeah. so it kind that's of, what you have in all relationships nowadays yeah i have one with my girlfriend i'm just like yeah here. john cena did it with nikki bella and look where they are now listen uh who's he with now uh some lady <laughs> I, all i know is that john cena is with somebody some lady yeah. and, she's so is with, nikki, and so is nikki bella she's with she's with some lady no that's shocking no nikki bella is like okay. with the rtm dude and then they kind of just rtm dude rtm that's oh, a RTM. russian name oh you know, okay. her dancing with the stars partner. Oh, that's yeah. cute. That's really beautiful. I like that. They dance their way. Everybody's happy. You know, that's Daniel awesome. Bryan gets to wrestle. He's wrestling a title match at Royal Rumble so they can get him out of that Royal Rumble match yeah, because the, they don't want the fucking place to boo. The Miz is going to come down and cost him the match, but whatever. Boy, that's a very real. We'll get into this later this month. Somehow, maybe, somehow, some way, it's gonna, going to lead to Daniel Bryan fighting Sheamus. I at WrestleMania. Hope so. It's going to be that. Seven seconds. God Brian damn it. goes over. God damn it. That's going to be the 50 50 booking. And you know what? It's good shit. At this point, why not? Yeah. You know, just let it, just let it, it could be an all right match. Yeah. Or he could injure Daniel Bryan again. Who knows? But yeah, like you said, uh, BJ Whitmer. Oh, yeah. That's what and, we're talking about. And Kelly Klein. Yeah. He just wanted to say it himself because he heard that there, he heard that people heard and that he wanted to, he wanted to get on top of the narrative on that sort of thing. Um, you know, I don't really want to speculate much on it, but it's happening, but it happened, but it's happening. Or at least that's what's being said. Yeah. Joey Mercury's Twitter account got, uh, suspended for reasons that might possibly lead to the point where he was on, I he was saying something with Ryan Satin about, uh, suck pretty much like, Oh, why you got to do this thing? And that was, he's like, I work for WWE now and I also, so they have me destroy other companies. Very informative news segment we're doing right now. You know what? It's the new year. We just we're here to have fun. <laughs> Anyways, um, no preparation on our part. But you were you were talking about Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling. What about it? Uh, well, you were just talking about it. Uh, you said Impact, so you didn't. But I'm just putting it out there. It's a really bad transition. I'm just letting letting y'all letting you dig up on this. There you one. go. But Impact Wrestling, uh, they updated their new uh, world title. It is now red. I, th- I thought that was the X Division title. No, the no, X Division no. title is... The, the world title is now red. No. Yeah, they just... Uh, Sammy Callahan. They just gave it to Sammy Callahan. It's his new updated title. Um, because it's reflecting the um, the color of the Access TV. Okay. Uh, because I guess their color is now red now, I think. I used to be blue when I was watching, when I had cable. But... Um, it's nice that, you know, it's nice that somebody's talking about it. I put it on our... Um, on our uh, on our Instagram, like Instagram stories. I'm looking for it. That's... At CWR4 and 5, Michael. On Instagram, so you can go see that uh, beautiful red and gold title belt. It looks like the Lucha Underground title. Yeah, kind of A little bit. There's like a little bit of an Aztec thing. Oh, there's the owl. There's the owl just staring at us right now. Ooh, ooh. Anyway. Anyways. It'll look great on Tessa Blanchard. You know what? I absolutely agree so. And you'll hear our full prediction of that. We probably won't talk about it, but I'll, I'll talk about it on the B-Show. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll talk about results on the B-Show. Uh, I'm not going to donate. Hard to kill, thing. right? Yeah. Hard to kill. Tessa Blanchard's hard to kill. Impact is hard to kill. Yeah, it is. It's never going down. Um, you know, but uh, one company that did, now we know, uh, now New Japan Pro Wrestling is off Axis TV, where Impact Wrestling it has uh, been is g- now. It has been given the axe. Axis gave it the axe. That's, yeah, sure. That's not? an axe going through stuff. It's not going through. That just sounds like it's missing. Well, 
New Japan still stands. So New Japan got canceled. Access got canceled. TV. Um, and you know, and this is, this is no uh, new news to us. We've known this for at least a few weeks now. Yeah. Um, but you know, one of the things about it is, uh, you know, the working relationships between companies. Um, you know, they didn't want to work with Impact Wrestling because of things in the past. Um, now they're well, Okado, Kazuchika Okada being, you know. They, yeah. they, they hold grudges. They did. New well, Japan. You know what? They super hold grudges. That was like over 10 years ago what they did to Okada. If in case you didn't know, when Okada was in excursion as a young lion, he, lion, he went to TNA Impact, at the, which, was the, which was the name at the time, and they pretty much made him... The Green Hornet was uh, was a movie was coming it, out was starring, sh- was, was starring, it, starring Seth Rogen, and yeah. they just somehow, just for promotion of that movie, they just made him the Kato character. And it's good shit. And it's good shit. The rest was history. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, Kato. Well, the Green Hornet was also shown in the 1960s. Of course. Uh, and based in San Francisco. Great theme song. Um, yeah. Um, but, you know, he it was a very stereotypical yeah. uh, character. Kato, you know, the, the, the Asian sidekick. You know, even though he did. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. So New Japan, so the re- so mostly the reason why Access TV gave New Japan the axe was because they, they Impact wanted to have a working relationship with New Japan. New Japan said no, and then they said, well, fuck you. And that was it. And another company that might actually... This is according to Dave, by the way, so it's probably true. Uncle Dave Meltzer. Yeah. Um, uh, another working relationship that might be possibly in the works is maybe this was uh, i think i know who you're, you're gonna say like this was we were listening to the same podcast new japan pro wrestling aew they might have a potential working relationship coming to, at least the thought of it's out there i think it's people mo- are thinking more positive than negatively on it i think it's a little bit more serendipitous the fact that with uh so because new japan has no tv deal in america now yeah they're, they might be just looking at AEW like, okay. That's our way to go right. on TV in America. Okay, guys. Uh, the thing that didn't, it didn't work out in Access, uh, what are you guys doing? Huh? Yeah, no. I Kenny? mean, it's definitely. Hey, Anybody? Guys, what, Anybody? what happened? Okay, guys? They're, not, they're not talking to me. Cody? <sighs> Vince. Okay, we got we to gotta talk to Jericho then. All right. Yeah. I know. I know we didn't want to. He's going to oh. give us that Ford GT Mustang. Oh, well, that's how he got to Japan. Yeah. That's how he fast He drove to Japan. He drove, that's how fast that car is. It's worth millions of dollars, Michael. Um, Yet, like all, all all the inner circle members chipped in. You know what? How nice of them. Did they really? How much do you think uh, Proud and Powerful chipped in? Probably a lot more than Jericho because there's two of them. And and Jericho probably said, hey, evens, one fifth everybody. So anyways, uh, but on the latest edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer speculates that because New Japan mentioned the AEW uh, world title um, speculation within the Hiroshi Tanahashi-Chris Jericho match coming up. Like the possibility of uh, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi winning, going over in that match has gone drastically up. Well, because uh, here's the thing. Here's what's up. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Hiroshi Tanahashi said, you know, if he beats Chris Jericho at Wrestle Kingdom, he, he should get a shot at the AEW world title. Makes sense. Does make sense. Chris Jericho agrees and says, yes, I agree with that. We shook hands. It's final. Um, yeah, exactly. So now, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling mentioned it on their website, at least the mention of the conversation between the two men. Yeah. And yeah, I mean... It seems like the Dave Meltzer goes on to speculate. He goes, it's not a completely done deal, but it seems like the door is open now. It's a lot more open than ever. It's actually like they, they put a, they put a, what do you call it? A door stopper on the thing. They opened the window. They kept the front, front door unlocked and they put on the television just to make sure that like you could hear what's going on in the rumblings and they are just waiting and waiting until the door gets open from the yeah. front, front door for them to go inside the already open door. And, and then piece kick him in the nuts. <laughs> uh, MJF him. Yeah. Yeah. But no, and you know, I think, I don't think this is a thing that, you know, any members of the elite or anybody doesn't ever want to go back to Japan. Or Jericho wins and then everybody just shuts the fuck up about this. That could happen. Yeah. Um, but the speculation is that Chris Jericho did get there a little earlier than okay. some people. Yeah. He doesn't uh, want to lose that. He, he wanted to. Never mind. No. Well, Dave Meltzer was speculating that there could be a match the first and their match be moved to the first night. And then yeah. they have the match first night, which is there's already like 14 matches the first night and Man. only nine matches the second night. So. But that I was going to say, like, do you think these ma- I was hoping that January 4th and 5th were just going to be shorter shows. No, what are you talking about it's double the amount. It's oh, double your geez. pleasure, double your fun. It's the statement of the great mint of New Japan wrestling. Did you say great mint? Great mint. Oh, the statement of the great mint Man. of double mint gum. Cool. Anyway. That's a Saturday. 
This that, Friday. This Friday night. That's tomorrow. At what uh, the fuck? <laughs> Eleven p.m. our time, Pacific Coast. Yeah, um, I was wrong about that. I was three. I think I got whatever. the. Yeah. Um, Nine p.m. though, Saturday night for us. Good. Yeah, and then you know, if you want to stay up for New Year's Dash, it's one a.m. Saturday Monday morning. 1.30 a.m. Probably working that day. I have to work at 5.30 that morning, so we'll probably watch it later. Or you probably watch before. Just, you know, just don't sleep. Just sleep all day. And then just make that your... And, and, make, that, and, make that 1 a.m. your morning. watch wrestling all night. Have you... I mean, you have... Sounds awesome, t- actually. Tell me you haven't done that. I've done it. I've done it before. But, uh, yeah, no. So, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I think this is a great... I think they're, both companies can benefit from this. Um, they just have to be able to... I think it's just... You're not going to move... It's not going to move business... It's not going to, it's, it's not like as much as we like to want to fantasize the, the booking, like fantasy book and fantasy dream match, all this stuff. It's not, I don't think it's necessarily a needle mover. It's like, it's good to try. It's no, it's they, AEW, like it's, you know, only only one way to find out in that regard. And I feel like it's, it's, they don't need, neither of them really need to do this. Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, I think both come, both uh, a lot of talent can benefit from going back and forth, um, you know, working with different companies working with New Japan, working with AEW opens door, you know, the Minoru Suzuki versus Joey Janela. They can, he can learn from him. Sean Spears versus, uh, I mean, just, yeah. Tomohiro Ishii. I'm just, again, just to regurgitate what, um, Dave said on that podcast. Um, Okada he, Omega. No, no, no well, yeah, 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 yeah. But then like, what about the their young town? Like you could have Carl Fredericks be in an episode of Dynamite. You can have Jungle Boy doing a stint, stint in Japan. I feel like out of everybody, I feel I think like Jungle, I feel like I feel like Jungle Boy would be freaking uh, would be freaking amazing. Oh yeah, that whole group would be so over in Japan. Yeah, like they would have so many and, like you know people so. wearing their stuff. There would be dinosaur masks everywhere. Oh yeah, they'd be super over. And then you'd have Evil versus Private Party would would do tremendous Private over there. Party. Um. Yeah, but yeah, no. It would there. It, there's a fru, there's a there's a what do you get? A fruitus? Is that a real word? Yes. Fruititious relationship that can be quenched between <clears throat> these two. Yeah. They just got to put egos aside. Definitely. You know that whole that whole that seriously that room service episode of Kenny Omega and the Bucks where they pretty much just they were just trying to make their own shoot uh, RF shoot. Well, I didn't think it was that negative. I mean, I watched the whole thing. I didn't think it was that negative. They were just. They were saying they, how it was. they just felt betrayed. They said they considered it a bad break, like a bit of a bittersweet bad breakup. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I just in the end, I just didn't think it was super <laughs> they, negative. They uploaded that on Christmas too. Like they were trying to like do like this holiday bombshell because you you know like pipe bomb maybe. Yeah, just Whoa. like the CM Punk kind of Thanksgiving thing. Wait, hold on, let me get the sound clip. Nope, don't. <laughs> Anyways, um, AW NXT. I'm oh, not NXT. Ooh, AW NXT. No, AW in New Japan. That's that's a big. Coming more of a thing than it was two weeks ago. Absolutely, I think. Like and I we'll said only find, and we'll really only find out by the end of next week, which is the Tokyo Dome show, because that's when Jericho my, and Tanahashi. My are question wrestling. to you is: Does Chris Jericho come to the ring with the AEW title? What? Answer me that on the new uh, Wrestle Kingdom prediction show that's getting uploaded today. Think about it. That's today. Yes. Oh man, we better do this B show then. Anyways, uh, <laughs> last piece of news. Um, I just wanted to end on a sweet one. I know. Sorry. That's Justin Guarini. Uh, Charlotte Flair and second Andrade. Place, I'm not letting you. I'm not letting that go. That's the second place person of American Idol the first season. Is it really? Yep. Oh wait, what? That's the uh, never mind. Of the first season. Yeah. Oh, the one with Kelly he, Clarkson. Yep. Like the he the, was the one that he's the one that didn't win. Yes, the and first. So one he has he has made a fortuitous relation uh, relationship with the best soda of all time, Dr Pepper. Diet Dr Pepper. That's good too. It's a sweet one. Anyways, uh, Charlotte Flair and Andrade, they got engaged. Congratulations. So congratulations to the like two. Like the fifth fucking engagement I've heard this like this year. And it's only been, what, two days? Wedding like bells. Every, I think it's because like it's a new decade. We're going to end this decade. We're going to play this decade. All my, like, uh, I'm just yeah. beginning to reach that age where everybody I know is I think just everyone's shacking up, Michael. I know. Everyone, I think. What I think do you say, Corey? Of, I, I, I'm taken already. Shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right. But nonetheless, um, Andrade hit uh, Instagram the other night and said, she said, see, because there's a lot of eyes. Wasn't yeah. it? I think so. I don't know. But congratulations. Congratulations to the two. Um, yeah. They're, they're going to make beautiful children. Congratulations, Austin and Sabrina. He, he is now going to be the world champion one day. Congratulations, Nick and Sarah. Uh, but this is... Um, 
per WWE.com, the statement, official statement released. It's like, like a fucking fax machine, the <laughs> official statement of the Charlotte it's, player. It's like the AP uh, fax machine in uh, Good Morning Vietnam. I just have one over here at WWE.com. Uh, good cheer and well wishes soon poured in from fellow WWE superstars with Selena Vega, Billy Gay. What the fuck? Billy Kay and No Way Jose among those celebrating the newly bethrowed couple. Yeah, that seems about the wordy piece of wordy bullshit that <laughs> WWE would actually put WWE.com congratulates Charlotte and Andrade as they begin this existing new chapter in their life. Oh, exciting new chapter. Sorry, that's just the part I can't read. Sorry. Mm. Mm, dyslexia. It's a son of a bitch. Holy shit. What? Breaking news. <laughs> It has nothing to do with wrestling. I'm just going over Twitter, and it says PS5 will reportedly be backwards compatible with the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, PS2, and PS1. Aw, yeah. That's, that's PlayStation as fuck, dude. <laughs> is that... What song is that? I don't know. What, what? is that? Please uh, it's me. like uh, it's gonna kill Air me Bud it... or something. Oh. Y'all ready for this? They were singing like a fucking Ridge Racer soundtrack or something. Well, yeah. Holy shit. Anyways, <laughs> NXT, AEW Dynamite. You want to just go through NXT first? <clears throat> sure. I will go through NXT first because it's the NXT Awards. Guys, thank you for joining us. I'm here to, uh, this is the after show for the NXT Awards show. Why are all these ra- Why are all these confettis like just suddenly pouring appeared? down in our in this room? You know what? I saved it from the CWR Awards, the CWREs, like we said, at SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Why does that say Goal Getter? Never mind. Oh, I got that for Christmas from work okay, in, cool. in a package when I found an elf on a shelf. It's NXT a company, award. NXT award. Company stuff. Anyways, uh, it kicked off with Kathy Kelly, Sam Roberts, and Sam Roberts, apparently, according to my notes, uh, and uh, Pat McAfee. We can't. We don't have to go through this entire show. No, like, I'm going to go through it. I mean, wow. I, I got stuff to say about this. Okay, okay. Uh, I didn't watch it. So. I mean, I didn't watch the clip, the the, the matches on it, because we already saw them. Uh, I kicked off. It's them hosting from the green screen, giving out the NXT Oh, the awards. AEW Control Center. Exactly. Um, clips from the NXT Tag Team Ladder Match. They're counting down the best match, match matches of 2019, at least the top three they showed, um, like already in there, um, already started. Then we have, uh, they're talking about Tag Team of the Year. Nominees were Street Profits, Viking Raiders, Mark Andrews, and Flash Morgan Webster, I, I guess. Uh, Undisputed Air, they won, though. Yeah. Let me uh, just say the winners, dude. No, I'm, I'm going to go... Th- I, there's okay. a lot to go through here. I'm sorry. Uh, Undisputed Air come out to an empty arena, which I thought was kind of weird. Uh, they're all wearing suits, which, you know... Uh, Bobby Fish tells uh, Rigo, he goes, you're my favorite person from England. Uh, O'Reilly says, this should be the Collective Brotherhood of the Year Award, because uh, no matter who what two picks they get, you get... Uh, it just works. It just works. It just NXT, works. it just works. Uh, male competitor of the year, Adam Cole wins that. Uh, the other nominees were uh, Walter, Johnny Gargano, Velveteen Dream, Tyler Bate, Tommaso Ciampa. Um, yeah, um, he walks down to the ring uh, with the tag team of year awards for some reason. So it was like pretty much undisputed air, draping them more in gold. Tonight. Would you agree with that assessment? Apparently, so like they went through the, the nomination, pro- the voting process of that. They pretty much just did observer rules where it's, oh, industry insiders, meaning this is all fucking fake. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, they, they said, well, we're talking. We asked our good friends at, at USA Network. We asked. And like, no, you didn't. You guys, Triple H is in a room. Like, okay. Adam Cole. We're going to set up story. Cole. The stuff that we're going to set up storylines with. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, do you agree that Adam Cole is the male? Well, I mean, let's. I mean. I'll say Roderick Strong. I don't care. Um, you think so? Roderick Strong had better matches, but, you know, I mean, if you look at Adam Cole. No, I think Adam Cole had more like he, he went to the main roster. That's true. You know, he beat. No, no, no. I agree that Adam Cole should win. Whatever, dude. This is all fake. I don't, wrestling's all fake. Come on. Uh, let's see. Uh, female competitor of the year, Shayna Baszler, of course, wins that. But I Reality think, hits you guys. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I won that. The other nominees were uh, Io Shirai, Tony Storm, Kaylee Ray, Bianca Belair, Ray Ripley. I don't know. For me, I just thought Bianca Belair should have won this award. Uh, Shayna Baszler, dude. Like, if we're know. going strictly kayfabe terms, like, she lost, like, in the. Yeah, she lost in yeah. December, but, like, dude. Bianca Belair is way that more woman, over than Shayna Baszler. Again, this is fucking kayfabe rules. All these things that Shayna Baszler won. I won all of this. I deserve this. So she said she went, she she got the award. She goes, of course I won the award. I'm the most dominant champion that NXT, well, I'm the most dominant champion that WWE She's has, right, you know. has ever seen. And if you think because I lost the title that it's going to stop anytime soon, think again. That's exactly what I said. Let's go, girls. Okay. I said let's go. My, my throat hurts. My throat always hurts. Um, I should get that checked out, actually. Uh, rivalry of the year, Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. 
Um, they didn't really go through any nominees, uh, but they both come out separately. I thought this inner, like this exchange between the two was actually really funny. Uh, Gargano says, this is my second year winning this award, so it seems like I get involved with a lot of horrible people. Cole said, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Everyone talked about the rivalry. Were they in the same room? Yeah, well, they were in the same ring. They were just facing each other? They were in the ring together, yeah, facing each other. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he says, everyone talked about our rivalry this year, saying, oh my god, it's one of the best trilogies I've ever seen, and not just NXT, but WWE, but who won this rivalry? Gargano. The only regret I have is that my 77-year-old father didn't punch you in the face. Adam Cole, I want to punch you in the face. Ooh, Uh, throws a pizza at him. Keep it professional, keep it professional. All right, boys. All right, boys. Break it up. Yeah. You and see here, you both won this award. You both be, should be very grateful. War games! War games! <laughs> Not again. Um, but no, then we come back to uh, Sam Robertson. He's like trying to get over. He's like, oh, Johnny Gargano. Johnny yeah. Gargano is just going to say a bunch of stuff, no, and then he, we're going to say a bunch of things. No, Look no. at my hair. He, he legit tries to get over Gargano's quote-unquote new attitude. I He's like, oh, that new attitude. You could see that there. It's that, that, that Finn Balor Pele kick. It just, oh my it just God. knocked his equilibrium. He yeah. got CTE out of that. Now he's gotten rage. Uh, he's getting a new attitude. He had a new haircut. So he, he did. He, he got a new fade on the side. Uh, clips from NXT nice. War Games awesome. match. Uh, women's War Games match was fantastic. Yeah, some uh, might say the, among the best women's matches of the year. Yeah, some. Uh, find out at SoundCloud.com. Uh, then we have the Future Star of the Year Award, which is really weird because how can you be the future star of the last but year? But then NXT is N-O-W. Uh, okay, anyways. Nominees. <laughs> Nominees. Kushida, who's what, like 35 years old? He's been in wrestling for 14 years. Very nice daughter. Yes. Uh, Zia Lee, who I personally think is the Future Star of the Year here. I think she's... Look at that face that she, you can't see. I think she's <laughs> one of the best up-and-comers in NXT. Uh, Bronson Reed. Big sure, boy. He, he's thick. Uh, Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, Ilya Dragunov, who I totally forgot about because I don't watch NXT UK. Everyone forgot about everybody about NXT UK. Tynar, Tynara. Uh, I almost call her Conchi, but no. Isaiah Swerve Scott and Cameron Grimes. Isaiah Swerve Scott could have won that, and I would have been okay with it. I think Dakota Kai. I mean, she's I mean, she all eyes win. on her. She did seriously. win it, Dakota Kai. Yeah. But um, I just... Wearing a very, very tight leather top. Yeah, uh, it was straight weird. out of the Matrix. It was very weird. But then it's denim, like she was wearing denim. I that felt, I did. I felt want. like she didn't. Come, I felt like she probably came in a t-shirt and they're like, "You're supposed to come dressed up." And she was like, "I don't have anything." Whatever, dude. They all live across the street from that fucking That's place. True. I feel Run like. Run back home, Dakota. Go get your uniform. Come back. <sighs> if you don't have your apron, you can't work today. I'm sorry. <laughs> We've all been there. Anyways, uh, and Dakota Kai says NXT future star. <laughs> I've known this about myself the entire time. More like now. Well, that's a really bad Dakota Kai impression. It's like she's Chinese or something. It's just everyone that voted for me is just late to the party. I'll make my own opportunities now. I'm Dakota Kai. I'm Dakota Kai. I'll kick ass. Um, but I mean, Dakota Kai. I mean, what what can I say? What can we say about her? Don't play that. Oh, okay, whatever. What, what do you mean? Don't play what? Oh. What are you talking about? Is, it, is that it for the awards? What are you talking about? No. Okay. But next up, we have the announcement. Yep. Yeah, baby. We got some tag team classic going. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go through this. We're going to talk to you about this. And we're going to stay. The team's announced. Because they Forgotten Thun. They were announced. I don't even know who they is. Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn versus Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webbs. Oh, he flashy. Undisputed Era versus Gallus. Oh, they nice and big boys. Koshida and Mr. Question Mark from NT- NWA Power, maybe? No? No, that's not him. It's just it's a mystery opponent. I don't know. And Grizzly Gillen Vince. Should I just stop? Yeah, no, no, keep going. No, okay. No, who is... Okay, yeah. They're facing Grizzled Young Vets. This is Dusty Rhodes Classic. Tag Team tor- tag team Wrestling is back. If baby. you haven't figured it out yet, baby, it's the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic coming up. Um, uh, right, Like I said, Imperium versus uh, Forgotten Sons. You have to repeat that because... Because <laughs> people might not go I, see through here. You know, Dusty now Freshman. that we do like a show once a week, it's just like... I get too excited. Yeah. When well, I do Dusty Rhodes Classic, you said the teams... Uh, I'm very, very much looking forward to whoever Kushida's partner is. Probably not Alex Shelley. Who knows? But um, is it Cameron beca- Grimes? I don't know. But then it, they bet. Thing is, like that, this you have to fuel the speculation that Kushida is going to be in the same ring with Kylo Riley at the semifinals, and that alone, oh, that yeah. thought alone, is giving me a semi. Yeah, I mean, you have Gallus versus Undisputed Era. You know, I mean. Well, I th- we'll probably post something on uh, Instagram yeah. for our Instagram stories. Yeah. Uh, but Imperial, like I said, uh, Matt Riddle, Pete Dunn versus Flash Morgan Webster. And then, I mean, I just, I don't get the appeal of Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews. But they need a tag team. 
And the Matt Rule and Pete Dunne, have they tagged yet? We didn't kill the British Indies for nothing. Why, why, why where's Keith Lee guys? and Leo Rush? I guess they're just kind of above that. This is a very white tournament. I mean, minus, is it? minus Kushida. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, wow. Anyway. But still, Kyle O'Reilly versus uh, I'm still I'm very much looking forward to yeah, undisputed. It's literally era everyone except for Kushida's white dude. Yeah, well, but then the Kushida match uh, versus the undisputed era match is probably going to be the one I'm most anticipated. Or they can royally fuck it up and have undisputed era win lose the first round, or Kushida lose the first. I round. think Kushida's gonna gonna get attacked, and then they're gonna need a team, and that's gonna be Keith Lee and Leo Rush. That can't be, dude. Bass best in be- we I need that best of the Super Juniors rematch. Well, you know what? But in a tag team scenario. You know, I guess it doesn't work out for everybody. Okay. Uh, okay. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it looks like it's going to be fun. It'll probably lead up to what worlds collide. <sighs> I mean, isn't that technically it kind of is. That's what it is. So then Imperium and undisputed air, but then undisputed. Out, yeah. Cause they're already facing. So each I guess other. that's just not when worlds collide. That's probably just whatever. Maybe it's going to be the week it's after it's TV, baby. you know, it's for TV, baby. Uh, yeah. Maybe semifinals. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's, be fun. Those are always pretty good. Like on like on paper, it doesn't sound that appealing, but they always they mm-hmm. always kind of just overcome that yeah. because it's NXT. They just it's a fucking good wrestler factory. Yeah, yeah. I just grizzled young vets and Flash Morgan. And yeah, no, just, none of the really like a I good like ma- a good majority of the NXT UK roster just doesn't leave much for inspiration. I mean, Imperium. like where the fuck is Mustache Mountain? Yeah, Mustache Mountain. Where's Leo Rush and Keith Lee? <sighs> yeah, it's a missed opportunity. Anyways. Um, or they have bigger plans for them in the first place. They're saving their bodies or whatever. Then they show clips from uh, NXT. Uh, uh, t- it's the takeover of the year award. War Games. War, War Games one? Yeah, War Games one, I guess. Okay. Uh, we just picked our most uh, our most profitable uh, pay-per-view. And you get our, our most expensive one because we had to put, produce two rings. We had to get two rings, yeah. Uh, breakout star of the year. and um, Who won that? I, oh, Keith Lee won that. It was really weird, though. They gave him the, the, the award in the back. Like he, they didn't allow him down to the ring. Maybe because he, they just, he had prior. Is there a narrative of racism here on NXT? I'm no. starting to notice something. I don't think so. Okay. Well, I think it was just um, a logistical problem. Well, the other, um, the other people, uh, who were nominated, Damian Priest, Piper Nevin, uh, Dominic Dijakovic, Angel Garza, who Morrow calls a man who thinks he's as cool as the other side of the pillow. He's not wrong. Joe Coffey, uh, Candice LeRae, Matt Riddle, and the mosh pit kid, Rhea Ripley. Apparently that's her nickname, according to Nigel. Um, he gets the award back. Keith Lee gets the award backstage from Triple H. Uh, he says, for the fans that voted for me, let me take a second to bask in your glory. Uh, match of the year, two out of three falls. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus, some, versus Adam Cole. Some would say match of the year. Find out at SoundCloud.com. Overall competitor of the year, Adam Cole. Uh, so this is when all the Undisputed Era come out with all the trophies. And I love it because Roderick Strong, he hasn't won a trophy all night. Like He's just kind of there. Ooh. But he's like offering to hold everyone's trophies. Like, hey, here, Adam, I can help you with that. You need help? All right. They have uh, been dangling that for a very long time. Um, I he, hope it. I hope it comes sooner rather than later. Uh, but Adam, then Roderick Strong is so, is so fucking good at that in that place. Also, Adam Cole says he wants Sega Man to appreciate the undisputed era. He says you look across this ring, you see champions and you see winners. You look at me and you see the overall competitor of the year, which means there's no superstar in NXT who can touch Adam Cole. There is not a superstar in the world who is hotter than I am right now. I've proven time and time again, but again, when I said Undisputed Era is NXT, that's not just a cute catchphrase. That is a very, very real, as you can see right now. I promise you every fiber of my being, this, this is just the beginning. There is, uh, this is nowhere close to the beginning, or to the, be- the end. Because the Undisputed Era has, uh, it's the era of Undisputed, yeah. Let me finish it. I had more to say, but I just want to get through it. I gave up. All right. Is that NXT? And then all the men hug. And then that was just their, that was just, they just ended it on that. And then Roger Sean said, hey, let me help you with that, Adam. Yeah. So NXT, the awards. It would be so. It, it's award season, yeah. I mean. Yeah. All the ki- all the cool kids are doing it. Anyways, let's talk about all the wrestling dynamite. Homecoming edition at Daly's Place, home of the fight for the fallen. Is every show in Jacksonville, like, Florida? I feel like Jacksonville, Florida, every time because that's I think that's more or less their base of operations. Yeah. Um, so and Daly, like Daly's where my place. office is, you know, Tony Khan. <laughs> I just think Fred Armisen when I, I think Tony Khan. Oh, hey guys. <laughs> yeah, <how you> <laughs> You know, hey guys. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, really like if they ever do an SNL skit about oh, yeah. Tony Khan, it would be. Oh cool. He would be played by Fred Armisen. You want wrestlers? Yeah, I like wrestlers. 
you know, for the boys. You know, I have a lot of time, you know, like I, I could go all night, you know, it was a good event. Well, you guys, you like the show? Okay. I would love if Tony Khan actually did improv classes too, like at some <laughs> random improv somewhere in Jacksonville. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they can't, wait, so every show coming up the next few weeks, like special shows. Like I mean, they want to make the, every show special, honestly. Next week's like the Memphis Wrestling Tribute Show. The week after that is, I think, Jericho Cruise, right? Or no, that's uh, um, we'll Bash get, of the Beach. We'll get there. And I'm just saying. Yeah, no, it's, we got it. Anyways. Uh, the Accountant was our movie of the week. Again, uh, Ben Affleck is an autistic hitman, and then they do things about autis- autistic people. I'm only saying this because I, I got He's an got. autistic hitman? Yeah. It's weird. That's like, fine. And then Anna Kendrick gets a painting by the end of that movie. Oh, I don't know she's why. She's cute. I guess. Uh, she's a good actress too. She was in uh, Pitch Perfect, right? Yeah, mm, like that the, movie. Yeah. Not number two though. Not a fan. Not a fan of the accountant. Anyway, okay. cold opening intro recapping all the shit the elite went through and asks, "Is the elite? Is the elite still, still, still?" Like it's one of those things where they make every every member read off the same thing and then they just keep on Can repeating it. Can we do it? Can we do it? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, is the elite still elite? Elite. elite. Is the elite still elite? Are they Pretty elite, good? or are they just elite? Well, we'll find out by the end of the show. I thought it was pretty good stuff, pretty quick as well. I really did want more of this, and apparently I got more of it. We were at Daly's Place, home of Fight for the Fallen, as I mentioned earlier. I was always, I'm always a big fan of that, like, look. Like, it's a very theatrical-looking place. It's a hot crowd. Too. Hot crowd. It was also pretty cold because it's Florida in January. That yeah. happens. Tony Schiavone is replaced by Taz tonight because of college football this week, which I anticipate will also kill the ratings. Hey, JL, how you doing? Hey, what's up, Excalibur? Oh, I cannot see you. Cody versus Darby Allen is our uh, opening match. Another video recap. Got to give it to. It's not a recap. It's more just like a vignette. He has like special Darby videos Allen. when he has good ma- when he has like special matches. We, Darby you have Allen. this dude who walks with his knees in a yoga pose, and apparently he's a member of some band that I had never heard about. But apparently, like it's, it's definitely a band that I think I can see Darby Allen Allen be listening to. <laughs> Burning down the hot topic. Yeah. Gotta give it to AEW for listening, albeit it was just Darby Allen just staring at Rake from some band that Darby Allen is, of course, into. I'm just repeating exactly what I and, just uh, said. And all, uh, all the records were wiped clean. Well, yeah, or yes. At least, not the overall. This is why I got confused for a second. It said overall. They blonde. showed overall. I was like, oh, I forgot it used to be, yes. they used to be both on there. Yes, everybody is at zero, zero. For the year. Yep, because ring in the new year, ring in the new, new records. New year, new me. Arn Anderson enters the Cody's music as what the graphics graphic calls him Cody's personal advisor, no, general he's, life no, mate. He's the head coach. He's the coach of the Nightmare the Family. The Nightmare Family. Yeah. And uh, which he, he he was just very just like there. Yeah. He accompanies Cody throughout the match. Jim Ross says, with the new year, we have a clean slate and wiping the records, as we said earlier. More technical style from Allen with various locks and pin attempts. Cody turns to AA, who he covers his mouth so no one read lips, reads his lips, which I found completely hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Cody power move, Cody's power moves get countered by Allen, and the more this happens, the more frustrated Cody gets as he throws Allen out of the ring. Cody goes to the apron in which Allen sweeps it, and Cody lands on his shoulder. Tope Suicida straight to Cody's shoulder, and there's your story of the match. Allen continues to work Cody's shoulder, figure four leg lock from Cody and now Allen sells the leg Fujiwara armbar from Allen in which Allen gets both arms Cody reaches to the top with his legs Allen removes the turnbuckle out of frustration which surprisingly gets booze but I think it was more just out of well nobody wants to see Darby Allen turn heel no but I think he just threw it to the turnbuckle and something just happened to the crowd I didn't I don't necessarily think the crowd just booed just because uh, like Allen yeah. just did some did something dastardly I mean look at him does he look like a, does he look like a clean boy hey I, I don't think he washes his junk. I'm just saying. Okay, now everybody just washes their junk. That's just that's just uh, not everybody. That's just life advice. Oh, okay. <laughs> Allen gets tossed to the exposed exposed turnbuckle, but gets his footing on the elevated stage ramp and struts to the ring like a badass. Quick slam from Cody. Ten punches in the corner. Cody Cutter weight belt comes off. Taz says that must be a good that must be a good uh, souvenir gift right there. Um, reverse super suplex from Cody for a two count during the commercial break. There was a goddamn code red from the top. That looks I like you hit in the face with that belt if it came right at you. Ugh, tell me about They're going to stop that one day, watch. Allen gets ready for the coffin drop, but Cody slides to the apron, and Allen does it to him on the apron, but Cody gets the knees up. Crossroads to Allen for a two count. This got, this got me. Cody rushes Allen, rushes to Allen on the corner, but is hit by the exposed turnbuckle. Allen goes for another coffin drop, but Arn goes up to the apron and, signal, and signals Cody to get his knees up. Cody does that. Then school schoolboy's the schoolboy for the pin. And the win. Yeah. I thought this was a fantastic match between these two. Very old school sensibilities with the selling of body parts that played a part in the booking of the match. I think Arn Anderson. I don't want to. It seemed it was very random, but I definitely like I like 
I I was kind I'm kind of into it. It kind of adds something to Cody. Fine, Uncle Arn, you could be my manager. It's fine. No, I feel like Cody legitimately feels that I, there's their sense that Cody like I have a sense that Cody legitimately needs somebody like an Arn Anderson because you know again the video recap is the elite still elite and so this is just it's just more of development of Cody's character it's of him be the trying catalyst to catalyst to turn him heel. I mean, maybe. Well, who knows? It's it's. I think it's interesting, and I think Arn Anderson so far is doing a pretty good job, just being a part of them. Just they're kind of reserving him as, but then he's still kind of part of the match. And then like there was these interviews that they posted on Twitter. It was the coach's corner, and he's like, and he kind of just breaks down the strategies of you know Cody's matches. And I think that just does he draw like circles on the screen? They should. They should do. Yeah, the brain. Listen scan. to us, Bobby Heenan, brain scan. Yeah. Anyways. SCU interview from Jen Decker. Scorpio call Scorpio Sky calls Dark Order creepy perverts. I agree. Sammy Guevara says SCU uh, SCU. Oh no, yeah. Sammy Guevara then interrupts them and he says SCU got the tag titles, but asks what does Christopher Daniels have besides a bunch of L's and some wrinkles? Ooh, wow. Daniels challenges Guevara for a met Guevara for a match next week, and then smudges Sammy's phone camera and Sammy Whoa. is like, no. So, again, simple but effective. Yeah. Christopher Daniels versus uh, Sammy Guevara. Old versus week. young. Yep. Anyone get behind that. It's fatal four away for the AEW Women's World Championship. Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker versus the champion Riho. Chris Detlander versus Riho was the original plan, but Chris had obligations for Joey Ryan's promotion, and uh, AEW just said, all right, we'll do the title change next week. Don't worry. Yeah, sure. <laughs> if only there was a way to avoid that match, honestly. I mean, yeah. Nightmare Collective. Riho has an overall record of 8-2. Very impressive. Uh, she Nyla looked good in this match. Everyone looked really good in this match. This was a very great match. Uh, Nyla Rose goes for Riho before the match starts and uses the belt on everyone, but Sheeta hits Nyla right on the goddamn head. Sheeta signals Knox for the bell and attempts to end, end the match early. Nyla whips out the table, but Sheeta stops her. Riho dives to both Sheeta and Rose from the top. A spot CM Punk is just glaring all the way from Chicago. Uh, flying guillotine from the outside from Rose to Sheeta. Big girl sent on to the table from Rose to Sheeta. Riho then does a diving foot stomp to Nyla's ass. Uh, then, a, yeah, then a cradle DDT from Baker for a two count. Rampage Jackson power bombs from Rose to Britt. Casadora to a foot stomps from Riho, but is broken up by Baker. Near fall from Riho. Sheeta comes back to do a suplex from Brett's rope, which is the second rope, deadliest yeah. rope. Uh, Rose goes to Rose goes to the top for a swanton, but misses. Sheeta power slam does a power slam for a very good near fall. Baker attempts to lock jaw on Sheeta, but gets Britt's shoulders down, which Britt kicks out, but is rolled up by Riho to retain the title. I thought this exceeded any. I thought this was probably the best women's match AEW has had this probably is, ever. This is a really good match. And it went above expectations. It was I'll the first that. time I was like, okay, Riho, you looked good. I, Hikaru Shida doing the Falcon Hikaru Arrow. Shida did a really Falcon good. Arrow to Nala Rose, which I forgot to mention. That was pretty good. Like, it went to a two count. Everybody bought it. There was, you know, high. There was an intensity to it. I think this is. Um, I'll get more to it in the post match. You know like, I'll get more into it as we go on later in the show. But I thought Britt Baker looked. She was clearly like the fourth best person in that match, but there is some intriguing character development that, that I see from her. Like again, yeah, you know. Yeah. But um, you know, I do want to give it up to Jr. in this match because he definitely is listening in his sensitivity training. Uh, Taz gets on the mic, goes, "Oh, thank you. She can't lock in that lockjaw to Nyla Rose. She's so thick." And Jr. says, "Oh, come on, that's all muscle." And so I got to give it up to Jr. For, uh, for, for you know, trying to put over Nyla Rose. Because he won't. Well, you know what? He tried. Post-match, Nyla does a swanton on Riho, and because of the side's difference, looked like she killed her the, the way Riho was contorted. I thought that looked great. That'll um, be your, uh, your number one contendership match after Chris Statlander wins the title. Or it could just be Riho versus Nyla Rose. Who knows? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it is, but you're saying with the title involved, though. Yeah. Yeah. Alex Marvez is in the back about to interview Joey Janela, but is hitting the nuts by Penel Penelope Ford as she walks with Kip Sabian in the back. That cameraman's a real asshole for not warning <laughs> So Janela with so that shit. We got uh, the super bad, Kip Sabian, who's super bad, and the super bad girl versus the bad boy now, who is the former uh, partner of uh, Penelope Ford. So real life drama bringing into wrestling. I or just... Or people putting ego aside, saying, "All right, let's." Well, let's that's what I'm saying, thing. but there is real life drama being folded into a wrestling storyline. Yeah, so we'll see where it goes. Dark Order vignette. Here's to hoping. I still hope that these guys are continue to be the Chitari of wrestling after all is said and done. Uh, at least these, like I'm. It's just Evil Uno have doing you joined some speech. Yet? No, uh, at least again, like these look a little less cheap. They have a really cool CG intro, outro, splash screen. 
Um, well, but they also they also confirm Evil Uno isn't the leader. Wonderful. It's Tony Khan. It's it's going to be Matt Hardy. His contract's up in March. Oh, really? I mean, that's what that's what I think. Oh. Well, they have to wait like till March and then ninety days after that, so they can't wait six months. Then draw this out. Fuck it. I mean, nobody wants to see Dark Order, so might as well just like just have them just wait on it. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Matt Hardy would be a, a good addition to it, though. My Dark Order. But I feel like Matt Hardy would just want like complete like. Well, he could he could rebrand that fucking thing. Oh, he whatever. could. Um, but I mean, how can they save that? I mean, who who can it really be within the time within a couple of months, a month or two? You know what I mean? They got to do something with this. Fucking I don't group. think it's Hangman Page. I don't. Um, you know, we'll get there. But yeah, Trent versus John Moxley, Chucky T and Orange Cassidy accompany Trent as they should. Justin Roberts bringing in an, uh, bringing in another all time John call. I swear he gets better every time, and I get Even worse the, every time. I the do commentators it. look hurry, dude. Nah, well, Taz just said like, well, in case you didn't know, that's John Moxley's name. <laughs> um, I love it. I love it every time Justin Roberts does the Gian. It just makes it just makes him look seem like a fucking big ass deal. Yeah, it's great. Uh. Well, you don't you don't seem to like it. No, I loved it. I thought it was okay. great. Okay, like you were just shaking your head like, no, no. whatever, man. Moxley's got to get on a plane not too long after this. He's facing Lance Archer at the Tokyo Dome, but you wouldn't know that watching AEW. Uh, side headlock takeover from Moxley to risk control. Loud as hell chops from Trent to Moxley, followed with a double knee drop. It's all offense from Trent at this point, but Mox responds with a running knee and a double underhook to a two count. Exchange of near falls ends with a damn good lariat, but Trent responds with one of his own for another two count. Orange Cassidy then enters the ring and stares down Moxley, which I might add, Orange Cassidy got one of the biggest pops in the entire night. Oh, yeah. To, according to the live audience. Well, it's because he hasn't had a match yet. And then people are falling at the bit of it. So both men have hands in their pockets as a sign of John Moxley kind of just legitimizing Orange Cassidy to a, a fair bit. Well, I think that should be his first match. John Moxley now versus uh, Orange Cassidy. Uh, I think probably but. not. Uh, Trent uses the distraction with a running knee and pile driver for a two count onto the eleva- onto the elevated ramp. We go. Mox does a paradigm shift to Trent, then does an even bigger one on the ring for the pin and win. Good stuff. Moxley continues to be the best thing going on so far, but then Trent has really showed himself as a really good gatekeeper, mid card gatekeeper. Um, you know, he's good. Good wrestler. He's a good. He's a good hand. He, he's a journeyman. You know what? <laughs> I, no, seriously, you're guaranteed quality every time he's involved. Yeah, I mean, he's worked in New Japan Pro Wrestling, WWE, and now All Elite Wrestling. He's been everywhere, man. Everywhere. Sammy Guevara of Inner Circle enters as he says he has a surprise for Moxley. And it's a Chris Jericho insert promo video. Because he was definitely outside the arena. He was definitely not in Japan. In Japan, because whatever. Chris Jericho has business to attend to, Tanahashi, and that if Moxley joins the inner circle, he gets, and I quote, 49% of the inner circle LLC, which means limited liability company. Look it up on Google. We're not I mean, the inner here. circle is a company. What, this, what does the inner circle do? They're just a, They're just a brand. But what do they do? They have to sell somebody to be a company, right? Yeah, they sell shirts. No, well, yeah, they can sell the they can sell their the image. logo, their image, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, executive vice pres- presidency of the inner circle, and a very lovely looking Ford GT that each member of the inner circle chipped in to buy, complete with the Mox Vanity license plate. This alone, kind of, kind of Moxley, kind of just he's in the ring, hmm. and then Moxley considers Jericho a mentor and a friend, and that he has an answer next week because Jericho's not here. Yeah. You can just tell them in Japan. Yeah. They're da- so pretty much they're dangling the carrot and seeing reasons why Moxley might actually join the group since no one is legit buying that he's joining. Moxley seemed pretty annoyed by not having an answer this week because like it was pro- like that was promote that was the thing that was being promoted mm-hmm. today yeah. or la- yesterday. So, um, I mean, given the schedules for both dudes, I kind of understand. Yeah. 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 Moxley yeah. kind of a big deal. Sammy Guevara versus Dustin Rhodes. Uh, Might be Hiroshi Tanahashi versus John Moxley for the AEW. We don't know. We don't know what could happen. Yeah. Uh, Dustin spanks Sammy's ass. It's all Dustin throughout. Cannonball sent on off the apron from Dustin. Then noted Bell. Then noted noted Bellator MMA fighter and piece of shit Jake Hager comes and just stares Dustin down. They put an extreme close up of him. Ugh. Sammy has a bit of a comeback with these distractions. In fact, he takes control of the match. Very spotty-looking standing shooting star press from Sammy for a two-count. Commentary brings up the Nightmare Collective in regards to Dustin. God, I hope not. Well, they said something about also, like, the uh, they goes, oh, he learned that suplex from Arn. He's the coach of him, the Nightmare Collective, every, you know. 
So I was like, oh, they're, they're okay. bringing all this together, all this that's, bullshit together. I mean, that's Great. what JR right. has. That's what we need. Yeah. That's what we need. Canadian destroyed to Sam to Sammy on the apron. He's just a boy, Dustin. Hager distracts Dustin, preventing the cover. Dustin sets Sammy up for that move where he puts both legs into the middle rope to Shadow kick him in the nuts. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. Thank you. Um, re- then referee Bryce Remsburg stops it, and Hager then low blows Dustin as Sammy pins him for the win. Do, Sammy- we, have, do we have an inner circle heel ref? I guess he's on the payroll. He might be. I mean, there. no commentary kind of just covered for Bryce Remsburg. Like that would result in a disqualification if he did it. So I guess that just makes sense. He's just trying to save the match. I guess. What was up with Sammy? Why is Sammy wearing smallest tights like for weeks now? I think that's just his thing. Like, but, but, but then like, but then there, but then when he was being, but then he was being set it up for the sh- shattered dreams. Oh, the commentary pointed out that he's getting a wedgie. His butt in the cheeks hanging out. Yeah, his booty butt, little baby booty butt cheeks are hanging out. But Sam, nonetheless, Sammy's first singles win. Yeah. Yeah. Good, Good for, for you, Sammy. Jen Negger is with Private Party. Who? She asks, "Oh, yeah, she's the backstage yeah, yeah. comment announcer." Yeah, she asks Private Party what their New Year's resolution is, but Adam Page disrupts the f- flow by <laughs> showing a, by showing a flow of his own kind of the ver- alcoholic variety. He wanted. He was thirsty. Yeah, no, yeah, Jack Daniels. Private Party says they're worried about Adam, in which Adam responds that they should be worried about him kicking their asses. Private Party ends the segment by saying Adam has to pay for that it's because twelve dollars because it's twelve dollars. And it ain't no water. Uh, I do love that. Again, one. simple but effective. Yeah. You know, it gets, it just, it, it just, be, it, it, it makes everything, and like, it makes the roster a little bit more lived in. Yeah. You know what I mean? With yeah. these small little vignettes. Yeah. And um, yeah, a lot of good vignettes in this show. Yeah. Like it, I, I think AEW, like with this new year, it just, they're really kind of trying to just find their footing. Yeah, definitely. And this episode really, really showed that. Okay, MJF is out. There's a sign that says MJFP sitting down and another that says he tips 5%. So. I like that sign. I like the latter sign. The first one was a little... Ain't dumb. nothing wrong. With, I mean, the thing is, when you pee sitting down, that's... I'm. Ain't nothing wrong. Oh. What do you, what's your opinion of peeing sitting down? Uh, I mean, I usually don't. Yeah. I, I mean, it splashes you, back. My but then the thing hangs, is, like, sometimes down. when you're actually doing the number two, number one just happens out of just obligation, right? You're in the bathroom, like, you might as well just do, this, oh, do the one yeah, into yeah, 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 I guess. That's fine, yeah. I guess. Anyway. Does that mean MJF <laughs> poops a lot? Maybe yeah, that's yes. what it means. MJF I mean, I mean, he is, a, apparently he is a piece of shit, so. Yeah. MJF says he wants the match at Revolution, but with a big butt. He can't, um, the three stipulations as he promoted, he says he can't. MJF can't, I mean, Cody can't touch him until said match, which is February 29th at AEW Revolution. Cody must face Wardlow inside a cage and win the match. I, does he have to win? I didn't know he had to win. I didn't hear that. I think, he, I think he has to win. Okay. And then Cody must then go on all fours so MJF can whip him 10 times. So I'm not sure whether or not this is all going to happen within the span of revolution i think these are just all built lead up to revolution yeah no definitely because cody has to win that match against wardlow inside a cage um wardlow's i wonder gonna, wardlow's gonna lose his debut i guess i mean i like i hmm. you can't have cody losing because hmm. what, what you just have no match then right i'm just saying yeah no or right. wardlow can just have a match you know beforehand before the cage match and then because there's a lot of time between now and February 29th. Yeah. I mean, we could say that and then all of a sudden, oh my God, we got to do post show now. But yeah, I can't do, I can't do uh, MJF promos justice. I, they're really hard to follow, but they're among the best in the entire industry today. He, uh, he makes fun of the crowd a lot. Oh, he's very good. So you suck. Yeah. Crowd. Go out of your way to watch MJF do his work because I am too lazy to transcribe it because he's, he's very fast. He's he, again, he's like Roddy Piper in that regard. That's why I don't watch live. You can pause. I don't, it's not. I mean, that's just not how I roll, baby. We get a recap of the Jungle Boy versus Jericho match. Jungle Boy does a humble but optimistic promo about his 2020. It was kind of awkward too. Actually, this entire segment was awkward because Marco Stunt does this weird hug attempt to Decker, but it's stopped by Luchasaurus, and then Luchasaurus like, as soon as he gets the microphone, the fucking dynamite theme is mixed in. Yeah. So I can't hear whatever the hell Luchasaurus is saying except the and then. Yeah. But I can't. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So. A weird, awkward segment. Yeah, but they're boys. Do you see the boys picture are of, weird uh, and awkward. of the the All Elite Wrestling New Year's party? Sure. I mean, I heard with, about it with um uh, Marco, Stunt. Marco Stunt was yeah he was with this large the woman. white claw. Oh no, he no he was standing with a white claw. And guess who's standing in the background? Boom, Adam Cole talking to uh, Matt Jackson. Oh yeah, that's true. So I just thought that was pretty funny. So uh, you think about joining? His contract's up soon. Yeah, Adam Cole, baby. 
Seriously. Hangman Adam Page is joining the commentary booth with a glass of Jack in hand, and JR promotes the Legends of Memphis Wrestling episode next week. Yeah, I'm thirsty. <laughs> There's a really good introduction of Adam um, Adam Page that you can see on the thumbnail where Hungover he's Page. just kind of he's just kind of He's like kind of just staring idly, and then they just people. It, it, apparently, the cameraman just signals him. He's like, oh, 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 okay, we're live. Oh, oh. I, I love how he's like, they're like, be drunk, but don't be too drunk. You think? I feel like they just like, kind of ask him, like, hey, you know what, Adam Page, just to get into character, maybe you should just legitimately just drink this. I think he should have. Yeah. Because I felt like he wasn't drunk enough. Yeah. I think he, I think he was kind of scared a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like saying, uh, just crossing a line. Hey, some people can't do it. Some people can't do it. Yeah. Uh, but before that, uh, we get an Alex Marvez interview with Riho, but is interrupted by Britt Baker. Ooh. Britt Baker yells at her, saying she she's there every week while Riho isn't. Riho responds with an answer I don't know due to audio problems because that's it was just poorly mixed. What Riho or oh Riho said something like I I'll, couldn't I'll hear try, it. Michael Nakazawa I'll just try. Like, she's yeah. I'll try or something. Okay, hey, is Michael what's up? Mike is he just the translator or just yeah he's a translator. He's just a well. And then like, he hangs out with Kenny he, Omega. Yeah, because he's he's Kenny know. Omega's assistant. Yeah, pretty much. Like he wrestles for he wrestled for DDT. He's also a wrestler. Just, I mean, he wrestled you know, that one not. guy, uh, Jabuffy, or what was his name? Yeah, why not? No, you know his name. Come I have on. no idea. Alex Jabaley. Jabaley. Alex. Jibaley. Oh yes, yes, at Jabaley. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, continue. Okay. AEW main uh, events: Lucha uh, Brothers versus and Pack versus Kenny Omega and the Bucks, being the elite. CWR award winners Bucks and Omega enter the, to the BTE theme. What awards did they win? You'll have to listen to both the best of and worst of shows. Yes, also the worst of. I got stuff to say. I had stuff to say too. We get Nick Jackson and Ray Phoenix action again. They kick each other in the face, as you normally would. Yeah. Classic get-your-shit-in stuff from everybody. Hot tag to Nick from Kenny as he attacks Pack. Makes me want to watch the match even more. Rolling through Canadian, we're rolling through Canadian Destroyer two pack, then a double Destroyer to both Lucha Brothers to an enormous pop. Omega then stares down Pack and offers the first shot as they exchange strikes. Snap German from Pack. Omega counter. Omega counters with a knee and a Snapdragon. Pentagon stops the count. Pac then does the Red Arrow. No, Black Arrow. Red Arrow. I don't Black know. Arrow, I think it he is. does. And but then he does, follows up with a Brutalizer, but is stopped by the Bucks. They super kick everyone. Kenny gets out of it. Pack tags to Phoenix. And my God, Phoenix then attempts a springboard spinning kick only to have his face actually smashed by Kenny's knee. Easily the best knee strike Kenny has done in his entire AEW run. And I attribute that to Phoenix selling Did or him. Buddy Murphy. Sure. Or Phoenix selling t- to it. Or maybe he's actually dead. Yeah. Kenny does the one winged angel for the pin and win. The elite starts 2020 into winning ways. They're elite. They are elite. They are elite. They're being the elite. Cody comes down to celebrate with the Bucks and Omega, and they all invite Adam Page to the ring. With a drink in his hand, he declines the ver- he declines to the very insistent members of the elite as he says, I didn't do anything. And then we get off the air. So, yeah. What? Wait, we didn't say anything about anything you did. What are you talking about? No, Adam Page. He just, he like, he just says, I didn't do anything. No, it's okay. I'm not. Uh, no, I'm not. It's okay. So Jeez. you kind of got that dangling the carrot. Uh, but, yeah. An absolute was fan. it Japanese whiskey? No, it was Jack Daniels. Clearly Jack Daniels, but then like you could see like the like that, that was blocked out the logo. Well, it was just like another side of it. Like, yeah. hey, make sure the Jack Daniels logo isn't there. I thought this was an absolutely fantastic episode of Dynamite. This was a really good shot in the arm for these guy uh, for this company because yeah. especially considering the the criticism they got last week. Uh, match of the night goes to Cody versus Darby Allen. The inclusion of Arn Anderson is I think is very interesting to me. Uh, I hope this means giving Tully Blanchard a bigger role going forward, but with other people, not just Sean Spears, who honestly I don't think really needs him. But I also don't think that Cody Rhodes really needs Arn Anderson either. No, I don't think he's so. Either. But I think, but I, but I'm, but I'm also very curious of how they'll use Arn Anderson. Like he will only boost up Cody, right? Right. I mean, it's 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 a situation. I don't. I just don't see what she's going to sit there. Get him. Get him. Like well, I don't know how I don't think so. Um, it makes me wonder what they're going to do with Allen going forward too. Um, you know, having his for having 2020, you know, being uh, introduced with a loss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no nightmare collective this week. Although I think it's all going down with the all going down next week with the Statlander match. So looking forward to that. Elite winning going into 2020 was absolutely the right call. I thought with the opening promo package might just be a sign that they did indeed listen to the CWRE's best of and worst of shows of 2019. At soundcloud.com slash Wrestling Radio. Which you can listen to as well. At soundcloud.com slash Wrestling Radio. 
That was uh again, I thought it was I thought this was an absolutely fantastic episode of uh Dynamite. Might even be the best one they've made. Best of the year for sure. Yes. So far. Only, we'll see what happens next week. It all it all goes downhill from here. Next week's the legend of Memphis wrestling, baby. We going we going. I mean, go, go yeah, Memphis. Dusty was probably involved with that. I it went to everywhere. Memphis a couple times, and I said, "Hey, baby, I like the wrestling." But there's uh, some matches coming up next week for uh, AEW Dark. We're gonna have Chuck Taylor. He's on commentary with Excalibur. That's yeah. Uh, Billy and his son Austin Gunn uh, versus Sean Spears and Preston Vance. I think that's uh, Cody's protege, Preston Vance. Um, let's see, Awesome Kong uh, versus Skyla Moore or Skyler Moore. I don't know. Uh, and SCU uh, versus Kip Sabian uh, and the Hybrid 2. So it'll be a six-man tag match. Also next week we have, uh, like I said, Chris Statlander versus Riho for the AEW um, World Women's Championship or Women's World Championship. So, yeah, we'll see what happens next week. Like I said, I think Chris Statlander is going to take the title and take the victory. So, anyways, let's get out of here. We need to do a Wrestle Kingdom preview, and you're going to listen to that next up at SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Not one but two what? podcast releases dropping today. Two podcast. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? Shit. Tomorrow's Friday. Anyways, guys, thank you, and we'll see you later. Have a good day. Bye. Later. We'll see you.